What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to episode 95 of Pixels in the Animation. I am TFG1 Mike. Joining me as always is TV's Mr. Neil. Hello, sir. How are you? Pretty good. Join the Nintendo Fun Club today, kids. Yes. Little Mac. Along with the uh, Burger King Kids Club and whatever other... See, I try to reference Punch-Out and go off in a different (laughs) direction. Well, Little Mac, I could have said go to McDonald's and have a Big Mac, but... Uh, (laughs) Give your email to the kids so they know where to send the complaints. (laughs) Mike, at (laughs) thisweekingeek.net. And he'll he'll get that and be like, what the fuck did I do? (laughs) The sad thing is, that's almost a perfect impression of him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. So, it's been a while, folks. Sonic the Hedgehog nearly killed us. Mm-hmm. Much like most of everything past episode 57 killed us, because 58-59 was uh, Mortal Kombat, 60-63 to 63 was Street Fighter, 64-65 was Darkstalkers. Um, yeah, the back half of this podcast is just... Shoot us now. Don't wait till you take us home. Just shoot us now. You keep out of this. They don't have to shoot you now. (laughs) They do, too, have to shoot me now. So shoot me now. (laughs) We haven't recorded in almost over a year, folks, and we can just fall right back into old hat. (laughs) Um so the final five episodes, or the final six episodes of Pixels in the Animation, uh, we're going to be doing um, various things, various video game-related things. We will be doing uh, episode 95, which is this one, and 96 and 97 this year. Episode 97 will be our review of uh, Ralph Wrecks the Internet, or Ralph Breaks the Internet, or uh, Wreck It Ralph 2, or whatever that's called. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it, because I liked, I liked the first movie. Yeah, finally a good movie this year. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on. Take that, Jurassic World 2. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. But you know, there's the Marvel stuff, there's the Star Wars stuff, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I know. You know. Um so over the next year or so, as I said, we'll be giving you episodes ninety-five to a hundred. Uh ninety-eight and ninety-nine and a hundred will be next year. Um so mm, 
In total, we would have been doing this thing for seven years, oh I think, at God. this point. I'm ready yeah. to commit seppuku right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> episode zero we released in 2012, and then we started full on with the SMB Super Show stuff in 2013. So, yeah. Seven years. At least no mirrors were broken. Mm. Yet. So tonight, we're going to be talking about Nintendo Power, the best video game magazine from the 80s and 90s. It really was. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much the only one. Well, there were <laughs> at the, others, at the, but... <laughs> there were others, but did they really matter? Oh, they kind of did. Well, they, they mattered once Nintendo Power stopped mattering. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to that. Yeah, GamePro and EGM and, oh mm. god, I'm dying. So, I'm trying to see, like, I know when um, the first issue debuted. It was in 88, but I don't see an actual date on here. I believe it was July, maybe? Hmm, maybe. I, what I remember is that it was it was the final publication of the Nintendo Power Fun Club, which is why I referenced that at the beginning, which right. was which was like a free newsletter that went out to Nintendo fans, and then they're just like, "Hey, we're gonna start a magazine. Here's our here's your first freebie, and everything after that you have to actually pay for." <laughs> so here you go. Yep. Uh, I remember getting this in like. 89 and 90 so i did not get i don't remember getting this there's only three volumes in 1988 where it really took off was uh was um 89 and then obviously 90 um nintendo power kind of kicked off what i what i think of uh arbitrarily as the second big wave of nintendo like after the black box games kind of hit kind of hit the mainstream there was like there's this whole new wave of Nintendo games. It started with Mario 2 and uh, Zelda 2 and the Castlevanias and the Mega Mans and like where it, that really nice stride that NES had in the late yep. 80s and early 90s. That that was like the Nintendo Power era. Yep. Yeah, and it's funny we're talking about this because the uh, NES Classic just saw a re-release. The NES Classic Mini just saw a, a second re-release or a first re-release, but after the initial release a couple of years ago, uh, I finally was able to get a hold of one. I still can't beat Glass Joe. Oh my god! I <clears throat> what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. Put your big boy pants on. That's not <laughs> <know>, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is i was i was so used to all stars that going back and looking at mario 2 and 3 i'm like this is painful i forgot what the original nes version of mario 3 was like because i was so used to the all stars version yep like this hurts it's it's not still it's not that far off but it's yeah it is kind of a downgrade when you go back and look at it yep now, this was Nintendo Power. I think it I was probably dependent on when you got your subscription, but I think most of the time it came at the end of the month, didn't it? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it did. Most of the time it did. People can let us know if they got theirs earlier in the month, but I remember when my mom had had got me a subscription to it, um, it was third-class mail because it's a magazine. Right. It's It's like... Entertainment Weekly and People and all it's it's a magazine. It's not anything. It 
with the USPS, it's nothing special, even though it was special to us. Yeah. So it's like it's going to come at the last possible second. Yeah, I do remember coming late in the month. It it was yep. either it was either like the month following or it was like the month that was just about to end. I don't remember which it was, but it was very late, and I remember waiting all month for it. Oh, yeah. you're always excited to get Nintendo Power. Oh my God, all this information and it's going to explode in my face. Because that's what it, yep. that's what was the big appeal of Nintendo Power. Before the internet, we had magazines, and exactly. we just we just got it like in one big heap. All this like all the new games that are coming out and all the new reviews and you know you can look at the acclaimed games and be like, wow, those look like shit, and I'm not even playing them yet. <laughs> hey, you you leave Iron Sword two alone. Oh God, fuck that game, <laughs> Fabio. <laughs> Is is what was his uh, Kuros? Yeah, that's what his name was. Um, <laughs> they actually put Fabio on the cover of the game, so you have this NES game that looks like a Harlequin novel. <laughs> yep, pretty much it did. Yeah, uh, I love Nintendo Power for the longest time, and this was right around the time. Let's see, somewhere between third and sixth grade for me. Uh, and anyone that didn't have a subscription, any of my other friends that I went to school with that didn't have a subscription, I was like the king for bringing in all the info. Cause it was like, how do I beat this? How do I do that? Oh, the magazine's like, like you just said, the magazine's going to tell us. Yeah. You know, and you're like, get uh, this up, up, exactly. down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> on Super Mario Brothers 2, hit pause and press up and A on controller 2 for a secret. And it just kills them. Really? Yeah, that's the great. That's the greatest secret. Oh. <laughs> that's by far the worst secret in the world. There's an explanation to that, but it's so convoluted. It's it's kind of a throwback to the Nintendo Disk System because it was like an autosave feature, but uh-huh. since there's no save in Super Mario Brothers 2, it just kills them. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's <laughs> <That's> sad. <laughs> but it's a fun trick to play on people when you go, when they go to the bathroom. You just push up an A on controller two, and then they come back and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> How many of your friends did you do that to? Oh, many. Of course, of course, of course. Um, what is interesting to me looking back at all of these issues is the change over the years that the magazine had debuted and it, you know the phases it went through. Because by 90, we're on Super Mario 3, we're on, like, Manic Mansion, uh, Final Fantasy, whatever number they're on, or maybe that's just the original strategy guide for the original game, Dr. Mario. And then by 91, 92, you've got, you know, the Super stuff, the Super Nintendo, like Mario World and Metroid and Super Castlevania 4 and... But what I liked about that era is that they kept you informed about the NES. Of course, they're going to do do that because right. it's, it's a Nintendo publication and it was in house. But mm-hmm. like the NES, for a lot of people, got really obscure after the Super Nintendo came out, and that's when some mm-hmm. of the best games came out. So they kept you informed about like Shatterhand and uh, and uh, you know uh, what was it Wrath of the... No, I don't know. It's like something Ninja. I'm screwing up. Basically. In the latter part of the NES life cycle, anything by Natsume was gold. For me, looking back at this, there are three big issues that I specifically remember bringing into school and saying, hey, I've got all the secrets. Volume, and this is in 92. This is my sixth grade year. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, A Link to the Past, which is volume 34. Darkwing Duck, which is volume 36. And Mario Paint, which is volume 39. Most people probably didn't get Mario Paint. I did, because it's a Mario game. And Mm -hmm. I thought, ooh, this is cool. This is neat. This is kind of like Dr. Mario, or it's kind of like Mario, you know, Mario branching out. Like, you know, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics or something. That was like, Mario Paint was the... And the fact that you had a video game with a mouse, it was almost like a home computer. Not really, but, you know. Yeah, a lot of us already had uh, Microsoft Paint at that point. (laughs) So I I never got Mario Paint. But it didn't have Mario. Yeah, it didn't have an animation feature. So that that was the one thing Mario Paint did have. Yeah. It didn't have the bug splat game. That no. <laughs> I think is hidden on the cartridge somewhere. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing about the Super is, it, just like the NES, it came with. It didn't come with, but it had a bunch of accessories. The mouse was one for Mario Paint. Yeah. And then there was the Super Scope Six. I never had that thing. That thing looked so ridiculous, and I'm like, <laughs> I am not getting that because I do not want to look like a tool. I, you know, there's something about gun accessories that the 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 zapper looked okay, but I kind of wanted the Japanese one where it looked like a six shooter. But of course, they're mm-hmm. not going to come out with that because Megatron screwed everything up. Yeah. Some some kid pointed a gun at a cop and uh, pointed Megatron at a cop, and like, of course, we can't have like realistic gun gun toys anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Super Scope was like well beyond that. It was like this bazooka looking thing you hold on your shoulder, and I'm just like, no, I don't I don't care how good. Uh, that that one game that Metal Falcon, whatever the, whatever the Falcon's Revenge or whatever the the other yeah, game was, that. those yeah. games looked so cool. But I was like, no, I'm not getting that. But yeah, Nintendo Power was cool for just like highlighting accessories. They they featured like nearly every accessory that ever came out, including the ones that didn't deserve it, like the Power Glove, which was mm-hmm. just oh my god. Of all the things to feature in your movie, god damn it. <laughs> and I'm not even quoting that line. You know the one. Anyway. Just do it. <laughs> Keep your power glove oh. to yourself. And he really should have if you know what happened to that guy. Anyway. Yeah. Leguizamo? Yeah. No, not and that wasn't Leguizamo. That was I don't remember the name of the the kid who played the evil kid in the in the wizard. But uh Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 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 super scope was featured in the Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It was the giant gun. Yeah. Yep. surprises me as Nintendo got into later years with the magazine is just how much it changed. <laughs> like, they didn't care after a certain point. Um, I would say, like, 99, where Volume 125 is them, you know, jumping on the Pokemon bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Um, and... What I hate, and of course, by 2000, 99, 2000, I was graduating high school. I was out of all of this. But going back and looking at this, at these these covers and things, it's like, wow, that was, you know, those early years, that was, a, you know, I was, you know, like I said, between sixth grade and eighth grade or whatever. So, you know, I was still into it and all that and everything else. And there's this huge shift 
in the mid to late 90s, early 2000s where you call that 800 number and you're never getting any kind of tips about <laughs> anything other than Pokemon games ever. You call 1-800-255-3700 after a certain year, you're done with Nintendo proper. And I get yeah. it. They licensed it out or they or they got the license for Pokemon. And that's, you know, they're a family video game company, family friendly, all that and everything else. But they were like, at, they're like, we like Pokemon so much. We bought the company. Exactly. Which yeah. they did. <laughs> yeah. Like, by the time 2001 happened, you've got Spider-Man on Volume 140. You've got the Game Boy Advance on 143. You've got, uh, you know, um, Grabbit on 152. Okay, then. Um, okay. Sonic is on 154. How fucked up is that, that Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> appears on the cover of Nintendo Power? I know, right? That's, that's like GoBots appearing in the Transformers. That's like WCW being on, on WWF Raw. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, that happened. Everything oh. is wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that we're recording this, folks, and we'll probably be releasing it here soon. So we're recording this right as San Diego Comic-Con 2018 is ending. <laughs> IDW Publishing announced that they're doing a GoBots comic series soon oh jesus christ how are they going to yeah. do that do they actually have the machine robo license because that's that's the biggest problem with gobots is that uh transformers is takara tomi but you know machine mm -hmm. robo is someone else and it's kind of they're kind of like crossing the streams if they try to go for gobots again yeah somehow they have permission to do it because there's a whole press release i have ready to go on geekcastradio.com so i'm not sure mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's some sort of something. Uh, by 2006, you know, Jump for Joy in Volume 203, which is Mario and Luigi. Um, more Pokemon. Wario got his own uh, <laughs> issue in 2007. Volume 212, Ready to Wear. And it's him on the front cover. Um, yeah, there there's... Uh, how many actual <laughs> wow they still oh they produce up to 2011 that's right there's 285 volumes of nintendo power mm -hmm. and like we said earlier about lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sonic being on the cover. How about Sora from Kingdom Hearts? He's on volume 276. Oh, that's <laughs> right, because the GB. A game. That's that's yep. weird. I think that was the only one too. Yep. Chain of memories. I got that game and I'm like, 
this is a goddamn card game. You know, that <laughs> that pisses me off. I, I don't know what the hell was going on in Japan that they thought, you know, what's a good what's a good format for card games? Video games. No. <laughs> Not really, no. It's like why do I want to why do I want to play if, if I want to play a card game, I'll get cards. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't understand it. So from looking through all these, and some of these, the, the the link that I'll post in the show notes, folks, some images are there, some images aren't there. And all of the 2011 images seem to be there. Uh, Sonic has his second cover with Sonic Generations on volume 268. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I dug this magazine way back when. Yeah. And it led through to wanting to, like, Nintendo Power paved the way for Electronic Gaming Monthly and and other magazines like that, like GamePro. What they did that I don't think Nintendo did was, because at the time it was the PlayStation, it was the Xbox, it was PlayStation 2. Those magazines offered demo discs. I don't think we ever got demo. We got like free posters and shit from Nintendo Power, but we never actually got demo cartridges or anything. Um, But that's the evolution of video game magazines is going from what Nintendo Power gave you with all the hints, tricks, and articles to whatever EGM and GP and whatever other magazines there were out there. Yeah. Well, I think... There were some video game magazines that predated Nintendo Power, but not a lot of them. What what GamePro and EGM and all those other magazines could do, which Nintendo Power couldn't, was actually tell the truth about what was going on in Japan. So there was a while there <laughs> where like Nintendo was like, Super Nintendo, what are you talking about? There's no Super Nintendo. Meanwhile, in EGM, they're like, oh yeah, look at this, the Super Famicom that came out in Japan, and look, there's a new Mario game that you don't even know about. So it was it was like a full year before they they finally fessed up, and even then you know they they had this uh they had this one section of the magazine called the NES Journal which was like the the edit, editorial section I actually liked that section and they got rid of it for some reason I don't know but anyway they they showed like early screenshots of uh, of Super Mario World it was like wow look at these early early screenshots of course by that point the game had already been out in Japan so we're looking at like old screenshots that are already way out of date and, and in retrospect yeah. i'm like why why are they even doing this but yeah that was that was kind of weird how you know there were there was news about nintendo in other publications that uh nintendo power could not uh had had to be kind of silent about the other it's sad. the other one being uh well actually there were a lot of them like uh you know the the final fantasy games that didn't come out until much later and uh Right. And the ultimate one, which is the other Super Mario 2. Like, pe- kids who had GamePro and EGM, they already knew about the lost levels. We didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. like, it was like, uh, All Stars came out and we we're like, there's another Mario game? And it's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can beat it, but, you know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm good at Mario. Yeah. Uh, the lost levels was strange. Yeah. There were flying bloopers. There were, there were piranha plants that ignored you. There were, I mean, it was just weird. It was, mm-hmm. it was like, it was like, you want challenge? We'll give you challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember um, when they hit. It, it's so funny because it was only, 
I don't I don't know exactly how often video game franchise like how often do we get a Mario game every couple of years now? Um, yeah, kind of. Uh, Usually ends up being like whatever the new console is. Yeah. Usually, okay. So, ninety two volume thirty four Link to the Past. A year later, ninety three volume fifty Link's Awakening. So less than twenty issues between two Link games or two Zelda games, yeah. and then I remember, I remember when issue fifty came in the mail. I was like, ooh. It's it wasn't real gold, obviously, but it was gold paint. They the way the cover yeah. was done, it yeah, was I like it was that. like meant for you to think, ooh, it's like the golden cartridge of the original, game. you know, that kind of thing and whatever. Yeah, that was, that was a special issue. That was cool. Yeah. That was uh, well, the reason that you know games could come out more frequently back then was first of all there was kind of like a lag, you know, going from from Japan to America, so like. Like we pointed out in earlier in uh, another episode of the podcast, I think during the Mario episodes, uh, Super Mario Brothers three was actually out in 1988 in Japan when we were getting Super Mario Brothers two, and they just held it they just held it back for two years for some reason, and we're playing yeah. Super Mario three while Japan is playing Super Mario World, so there was always that lag. So like we got kind of like a condensed timeline of Mario, so it just like boom, 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 came out really fast. <laughs> but also at that time, there was a lot simpler to produce those games. You know, you didn't have, you know, to spend so much time making the assets for them. Whereas, like, as soon as you got to the Nintendo 64, then you got the lag. You got, you got one Mario game per generation. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I I was just like, well, even after like Super Mario World came out, okay, I'm like, I'm like, okay, when's the next game? And there was nothing, and then nothing, <laughs> and then All Stars came out. And then, you know, eventually we got Yoshi's Island, which is sort of a yeah. sequel, but not really. Oh, Yoshi's Island. Oh, my God. I love that game, but it's not really I... a Super Mario game. No, it really isn't at all. I'd rather play Donkey Kong Country 2 <laughs> than play... <laughs> hey, I said Donkey Kong Country 2. Yeah. <laughs> Diddy Kong's Revenge. <laughs> We all know everyone. Everyone knows that Neil loves the original Donkey Kong Country. Oh yeah, it looks like plasticy <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, that, just a side rant on that. You know, mm -hmm. Super Nintendo is such beautiful graphics, and then then they had to sculpt. They had to sully it with uh, with that terrible pre-rendered CGI crap that uh, I never liked. Pre-rendered CGI. I, I just yeah. thought it was like the worst thing to do with Nintendo graphics. Like, no, not even not even Super Mario RPG could save it. I was uh, long past getting the magazine at this point, but Volume Ninety Nine, Goldeneye 007 with Pierce Brosnan on the cover. <laughs> well, that's... Wasn't that like well after the movie? Um, I think it was. Yeah, because yeah, Rare, um, Rare was kind of slow. Yeah, that was. That was two years after. Uh, it was right around the time, probably when Tomorrow Never Dies was coming out, because yeah. Goldeneye was ninety five, Tomorrow Never Dies was ninety seven. So, yeah. One of the reasons they sold Rare. Yeah, we really <laughs> should do a whole episode on that thing. God. <laughs> Just to have you torture everybody. I don't completely hear hate Rare. There's some games I like, but you know. Battletoads is so broken. Come on, guys. It's not a good game. 
<laughs> and the deal that Nintendo had with Capcom was just amazing. Because, you know, you get all the Mega Man issues of this magazine. You've got the Street Fighter stuff. Um, they loved Mega Man so much that uh, Mega Man 6 came out in America published by Nintendo. Capcom was going to skip it. They're like, no, oh, this is really? way too this is way too late in the console life to be releasing games for it. And Nintendo was like, fuck it, we'll do it. Uh, volume 42 in 92 was Super Star Wars. I mean, Darth Vader on a cover of Nintendo Power. That's awesome. That was amazing. Yeah, that was super amazing. <sighs> 93, because it was so cool in issue 46. Actually, it was way past cool. Um, Tiny Toon Adventures, Buster Busts Loose. <laughs> Actually, pretty good games. I believe yeah. that was the Konami license. Yep, I think so. Yeah, yeah Konami, Konami did good with those. They kind of, yes, they, they kind of ripped off Super Mario Three with one of them, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay though. If you're gonna rip someone off, rip off the best. Yup. So what is everyone's memories of Nintendo Power? Did you have the magazine? Did you not have the magazine? Did you have the subscription? Did you, did you go into, I don't know, Walden Books and, and pick it up off the rack? You know, let us know, folks. Let us know in the comments. Uh, you can email us, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Put in the subject line, PETA95 Nintendo Power. Um, yeah, but I, I miss this. Like, if just... Not because I want to amass, you know, 285 volumes of a magazine, but if I could find somewhere to actually buy the ones that I remember having or buy the ones that, you know, just to have, oh man, I would love to do that. Um, so cool. Yeah. I, I really love the classic era of the, uh, of the magazine up to 95 or 96. And after that, once mm -hmm. it hit the N64 era, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> like yeah. I don't, I don't want you guys to be pumping me with these ugly polygon graphics, these blurry graphics on this new machine. I want more Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of checked out, and I'm like, well, if I'm gonna, I might as well go to like some other magazine, like EGM, or I think I may have even just jumped to PSM at that point, which was yeah. the unofficial PlayStation magazine, which was really cool for about a year. Didn't they ever become the official PlayStation magazine? They did, and that's so weird. Because the magazine started out as like this rebel magazine. They're like, yeah, we're unofficial. We're going to hire Adam Warren to do the covers. And that was, that's <laughs> that's another uh, kind of cross-referencing another topic, is that that's kind of how I got acquainted with Adam Warren. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I was like, who is this awesome artist who keeps doing the covers of these magazines? I need to check this guy out. That's all right. There you go. Um, all right, folks. Uh, any other final thoughts on uh, Nintendo Powers or anything else we want to bring up? Uh, well, just we didn't really get into the nitty gritty of like the individual uh, sections of the magazine, like the okay, the, the, yeah, we can the, go count, that. the counselor's corner, which was uh, just people writing into the magazine, uh, like how do I get through? You know, how do I beat World Seven Four of Super Mario Brothers? Or you know, just people asking stupid questions and counselors answering them and there was also uh 
uh, the classified section, which, you know, I kept sending in the, the thing that I mentioned earlier where you could kill Mario in Mario 2. But also that worked in uh, Zelda, Zelda 2, Metroid, and Kid Icarus. Because like I said, it was like a throwback to the disc system. So it's just mm -hmm. a way to like pull up the, the game save prompt. But like it would just kill your guy in NES games. And of course you could, you can go to like, actually in other games it would pull up either the password screen or the game save screen. Which oh, wow. it was kind of like this cool uh, uh, throwback or vestige of like the Japanese versions. But the fact that they worked in the American games was kind of cool. And I kept sending that in and they never published it. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Did you put in there okay to print? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> please, please print. Put put my name in your magazine. That's right. It's like maybe it was maybe it was my maybe it was my uh my alias that I kept trying to send in like agent 69 or something. Cuz that's really? everyone who everyone who sent in a a top secret uh code or anything had like an agent number or something. I remember everyone had like a code name or something. And I tried. I always tried to be funny and dirty, even back then. Mm -hmm. It's too bad Pamela Anderson wasn't really actually doing it. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Okay. Agent 0069. Yep. So, God, that show was horrible. <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> but funny. Horribly bad, but funny. Uh, <laughs> Yes, where can the people find you online, sir? Desien.com, D-A-S-I-E-N.com. Also, cool. I post on Twitter. Actually, the Twitter link is on the website, so I don't have to give it out here. There because it always generates laughter. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, uh, I post under a few different pages. Uh, there's Desien Comic on Facebook. There's also uh, uh, Facebook.com slash Raving.Hipster, where I just rant about anything and uh <laughs> i also have a patreon that you can get through com, and there's a second one uh oh my god this is going to get so confusing because i have two patreons i should really cons consolidate but uh patreon.com slash mr neil all spelled out uh where i just do like a monthly movie podcast and i'm adding topic shows and stuff that i haven't recorded yet but uh you know just just Very fun cool. stuff like that and that's i think that's pretty much it I'll have to come up with like a, a read for that, so it, so it's not so complicated. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure and it I, out by episode one hundred. <laughs> all I can think of is Mr. Neil, all spelled out. I'm like, won't you be my neighbor? Well, no. They, <laughs> my, my fear is that people are gonna type M R period N E I L, and I'm like, oh, no, spell it out. Yeah, no, spell it out. Yeah. yeah, spell it out, people. Yeah. All right, coming up next time. This might be a couple of months from now. Who knows? Because Wreck It Ralph Two isn't coming out till just after Thanksgiving this year. So at some point, the end of the summer or maybe before Halloween or something, episode 96, we're going to do the Nintendo comics, which include Howard and Nestor, Mario, Zelda, Captain N, and others. Um, this also includes the Nintendo Power comics, as well as the Valiant issues as well. So yeah. we'll do an overall episode of that. Yeah, because the one thing conspicuously missing from this particular podcast is Howard and Nestor, which we didn't talk about at all. We're going to cover that, so don't. You can stop typing your angry emails right now because we, we know about Howard and Nestor. God damn it! Remember, send all angry emails to Mike at thisweekgeek.dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm live I'm free or die hard, or whatever the hell he says at the end of yeah. this podcast. Yep. Yeah. 
Tune in next time to help us find the pixels in the animation. See you later, folks. Now get Nintendo Power 12 times a year. Six great issues plus six free strategy guides on a hot new game. That's twice the power for still 15 bucks. Wow, call now. Wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to go, but I, I don't That's care. Fine. We got it recorded. No, I, it was a fun conversation. We got it recorded. I know it was mostly me just listing off covers, but yep. whatever. Yeah, we got in. Care. We got in I, pretty much all of the uh, info about the magazine. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It didn't have to be in depth, but there were some things I wanted oh. to get in there, like the like the, the uh-huh. a couple of the different sections that were necessary to mention. Yeah, after about like ninety five, it not only did they head toward Nintendo sixty four, but it kind of became like just like any other magazine, it stopped having its own identity. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to read this anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like this is this isn't fun to read anymore. I like the old Nintendo Power. Yeah, anything past the super i did not care which is a shame because i would have loved to stick around for like game boy color and game boy advance but that wasn't the main focus of the of the magazine (laughs) unless it was pokemon which i don't give a shit about pokemon (laughs) it's like here's this archaic rpg that we're trying to pass off as something new and different (laughs) it's dragon warrior yeah if only it was Dragon Warrior. That way I could eat that stupid yellow thing. Pokemon Red, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Go. Oh, how about Pokemon Stop? Pokemon Go to Hell. That's right. We're getting dangerously close to a uh, Clinton joke here. Pokemon Go to the polls. <laughs> no wonder you lost. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.